the Grace Notes. We hope you've enjoyed our series on the Belize Radio Project. It has proven to be a real test of faith for Dale and Barb. Proverbs 16.3 says, Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. In undertaking this radio project, there were so many unknowns that God's help was needed in just making the plans. Today we'll see how God once again provided as the actual foundation for the station was begun. We stayed in our missionary friend's house as promised until they returned. Now it was time for us to move to the jungle-like area of Belize, known as the Forgotten Land. This is probably because there's one main paved road that runs throughout the country, except for a 10-mile stretch before you reach Toledo District. Beyond the paved surface is a treacherous ride, especially in a car. Our car, Bessie, was not made for such an ordeal, but with a lot of prayer and maneuvering at the speed of a tortoise, she did very well. In retrospect, we saw that God had allowed us to adapt to the culture and climate and enjoy some of the comforts we were accustomed to before transitioning us to a tougher environment. There was no phone or TV where we were going. Good thing we enjoyed each other's company because there was little to do for entertainment and the sun set at 5.30 p.m. regardless of the time of year. Before leaving for Belize, God had told us not to concern ourselves with furnishing an apartment, but now we needed a place to stay. In our pursuit of property for the station, we'd met a couple who owned a timeshare resort built around a community of Mayan Indian families. We asked them if they knew of a place we could rent inexpensively. They offered us one of their two furnished homes and said we could pay whatever our missionary budget could afford. I asked her how much she normally rented the place for, and she said $600 a week. We could only pay $150 a month, but get this, she accepted it. We were stunned. The place was fully furnished with beautiful ceramic tile floors, real windows, not louvers, a queen-sized bed with a comfort, and several appliances. And the one she didn't have, we had. It had a cement ceiling with a thatched roof and was painted lime green a perfect Belizean color. It even had an electric shower ahead. We wouldn't have to take cold showers anymore. This was way beyond our expectations. What a display of God's love in providing for us so incredibly. It reminded us of Paul's words in Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power, that is at work within us. To Him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. In the verses preceding this, Paul says we need power to even begin to grasp all the dimensions of God's love, because it is a love that surpasses knowledge. Once we experience that love, we can be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. In the New Testament, fullness is the body of believers, filled with the presence, the power, and the riches of God and of Christ. That's real love at work, a love that saves and keeps you and me, a love that has made Jesus everything to me. I grew up in Sunday school, I memorized the golden rule and how Jesus came to set the sinner free. The story inside
buying a building was not what we had planned on doing. We didn't feel qualified. God would have to provide the expertise we needed and the help from others who had experience. We had no idea who they would be, but then that seemed to be the way God was working. Workers from River of Life cleared away the structure attached to the unfinished cement building, and we hired some Belizeans to dig footers for the new 16 by 20 building. They had piled the dirt in where the floor was to be poured, so we leveled it out and tamped it down with a makeshift tamper. The dirt looked loose, and we thought it might be good if we wet it down, but there was no water available. It was not the rainy season, so it rarely rained, but we prayed, Lord, if it would be good for this to get wet, would you please make it rain? Otherwise, don't. We left the site, and within a few minutes, it started raining and rained for two hours. Psalm 147, 6-11 so beautifully portrays God's matchless devotion to those who humble themselves before Him and ask for His help. It reads, The Lord sustains the humble but casts the wicked to the ground. Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. Make music to our God on the harp. He covers the sky with clouds. He supplies the earth with rain and makes grass grow on the hills. He provides food for the cattle and for the young ravens when they call. His pleasure is not in the strength of the horse, nor his delight in the legs of a man. The Lord delights in those who fear him, who put their hope in his unfailing love. We were singing his praises to say the least. I want to end with a commentary taken from the treasury of David. It is a striking thought that God should not only be at peace with some kinds of men, but even find solace and a joy in their company. Oh, the matchless condescension of the Lord, that his greatness should take pleasure in the insignificant creatures of his hand. Over time you've healed so much in me, and I am living proof that although my darkest hour had come, your light could still shine through. Though at times it's just enough to cast a shadow on the Recognize my name
You've been listening to Grace Notes. For more information about this ministry, write to Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Falston, Maryland, 21047. Or visit us at our website at www.gracenotesradio.com. Join us on our next program. Until then, let your grace notes be a song of praise.